Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Flow, the podcast. My name is Jen, and I'm your host. I'm inviting you here to intuitively lead and live your most aligned and expansive life. I'm an intuitive business and leadership advisor for heart-centered, impact-driven leaders, entrepreneurs, and businesses. And I'm also a supporter of women's empowerment and animal rescue work. Unlocking flow and supporting you through your next level of growth and transformation is my superpower. I found my own freedom and flow through entrepreneurship over a decade ago. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing stories and insights through the lens of my expertise and my personal experience and through inspiring conversations with my special guests. I'll be helping you navigate your most important asset, your intuition, supporting you in getting unstuck and staying on your most successful and aligned path. I want you to leave with aha moments, deep insights, clarity on your next steps, and more importantly, an inner knowing that where you are right now is perfectly aligned. Life needs you where you're at your best. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you here. Um, And I hope you've been well. I haven't uh, popped on in a while just to record a solo podcast because I've been super busy interviewing some amazing people on the podcast. Um, So I hope you have a chance to go look at those episodes. Um, I recently interviewed a dear friend of mine and just creative genius, uh, Rashina Gajar. Um, I also recently interviewed my dear friend and intuitive mentor, Monica Kuroda. So if you want to really dig into and understand all things intuition, um, listen to that episode. It's amazing. Um, and this uh, Friday, which might already be out by the time you listen to this episode, i um putting out a podcast where I interviewed an extraordinary young woman. Um, I, I don't even want to call her a little girl because she, I feel like she's already stepping into her um, adulthood, but she is a 10-year-old um, humanitarian and her name is Naira, and it's just a really fantastic podcast. Um, and I, I am interviewing uh, in a couple of weeks another amazing entrepreneur and motivational speaker. Uh, her name is Mindy, and just a lot of great episodes. So I hope you have a chance to go dig into the podcast and go listen to those. Um, but today I am popping in to record a podcast I've been I've been wanting to record for quite a long time now. And um, it's all about my intuitive fails and my thought around intuitive fails and what they really mean and what their purpose is and why we need to totally embrace them. So what I want to talk about is intuitive fails and when the brain is dressed up as intuition, right? So one of the biggest pain points most people have is, you know, trying to differentiate what is intuition and what is the brain or brain chemistry, you know? So what, when I'm feeling something inside, is this my inner wisdom or is this my thinking guiding me? And sometimes it's really hard to decipher which is which. Um, and I am a big fan of just um, following your breadcrumbs. So life leaves us breadcrumbs all the time. Um, I mean, like a little trail to follow, right? So these little breadcrumbs that kind of fall in front of us. And I'm a big believer in following those breadcrumbs, whether 
you know for sure it's intuition or not because there is really important learning and following that and figuring out whether it's intuition or the brain as you go. And that is, for me, has been the way to really get to know and understand and trust my intuition. So now it's much easier for me to be like, oh yeah, no, that's not intuition because the last time I did that, you know, it led me here, you know, hence the intuitive fails. Um, so it's really important to uh, be courageous enough to just follow your curiosity Follow what you think might be intuition, um, even if you're not sure 100%, because that in and of itself is going to give you the answers that you need. So um, I have a couple of intuitive fails that I want to share with you guys today. And um, I'm going to be just very honest and raw with you all. And I think they're really important to share because it, it they're all part of my growth and transformation and every single intuitive fail that has been part of my life. And I'm just going to share a few today. There've been like so many, obviously they've all had a really important impact on me. And they're all the reason why I am here where I am today, doing what I'm doing today, experiencing what I'm experiencing today. Um, because they led me to information that was always valuable. So sometimes following what we think is intuition is going to lead us exactly where we're meant to be. And it's going to be like, yes, this was an intuitive nudge. And this led me to this thing that I was meant to embark on. <clears throat> and sometimes following the breadcrumbs or the trail, you know, and it's not intuition and it's actually our brain telling us that we should be doing this thing because, 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 is not gonna lead us to where we're meant to go, but it's going to lead us to a whole ton of clarity as to why we didn't need to go there and where we need to go instead. So I'm telling you, you know, just getting comfortable to graciously make mistakes and mess things up and let things get messy is, is gold, really. And, you know, what I've seen a lot is people who, um, are living very safely in a way where they don't take a lot of risks and they don't at least try to follow something and see where it leads. Um, they also live a very contracted life. You know, um, I feel like I've always taken a lot of risks. I've always just stepped into things because I was curious and I felt a nudge. I wasn't sure what it was. And I just feel like I, I because of that, I get to experience such a, a richness and and experiences and the kind of people that are in my life and the opportunities that I've, that, that have come my way. So I really think it's important to, um, follow all of it. Uh, and then you're, and, and obviously at some point you're going to get more and more clear about what is intuition and what is brain chemistry, and you're not going to need to follow all of it at some point, but I think it's important and interesting to follow a trail sometimes, even if you're not sure exactly if, that is the most aligned way or not. You will always get clarity on the way there. So a couple of my intuitive fails that I wanted to share today. Um, one is um, a not very dramatic one. You know, it was just um, a client that I had been working with for quite a while who was really exhausting me. <laughs> It was a client who was not really taking responsibility for um, his 
actions or the actions he needed to be taking or the, I, I would I actually want to say he wasn't really taking responsibility for the leadership he needed to be stepping into as a business owner and as someone who was trying to reach his goals. And so this client, this particular client was constantly leaning on me for the answers, constantly leaning on me for the saving, constantly leaning on me for the fixing and figuring things out and problem solving. And it became such a soul sucking experience. <laughs> um, but at the time I was very much in a headspace where I felt like my purpose was to save people, which was a very, very distorted way of seeing how I was meant to share my gifts in the world. And I remember when the contract ended, I remember feeling so relieved, <laughs> like, ah, freedom. And then a couple of months after um, this client came back to me um, asking for more support. And <clears throat> excuse me, I was really torn at that moment because I remembered the past experience but I also saw how deeply this person needed support and how I had the skills and information that this person needed in order to move forward. And so I was feeling this nudge to say yes, but I wasn't sure if it was intuition or not. And um, I ended up saying yes. And I just got sucked right back into another even more excruciating soul sucking experience because I was not only being um, drained of every bit of energy, uh, that I had, but I was also being drained and remembering like the traumatic experience from the time before. And so I was just stuck in this. I just felt like I was in prison. And what I realized after, so the lesson in this for me was that my brain was saying yes to this, was nudging me forward because of the money. So I, I opted for safety and security um, before my own freedom and well-being. And so I thought it was intuition in the moment telling me like, no, you are meant to support this person. You are meant to help this person. But it was my brain dressed up as intuition nudging me forward. Um, and it was a really important lesson for me. And this is why, this is why I'm saying it's so important to follow these these nudges even if they end up messy sometimes because that moment when i re-signed with that client was so excruciating for me that it broke a cycle that i had been in for a very long time where i just keep saying yes to clients for the safety and security of the money um and i remember after that moment being really clear that money was not going to drive the yes or the no to work with a client um, because, you know, it's like money is like this shiny thing that, that makes everything like very exciting and alluring. And, and it makes us feel like, you know, we need to say yes, just because there's a price tag on it that looks interesting, but we always need to like rip that price tag off and look way beyond the money that's coming in from that particular client or contract or collaboration. What is actually involved in this? What is the kind of um, company I'm going to be working with? What are the kind of people that I'm going to be working with? Um, what am I being asked to do? Like, am I actually excited to do the work that is tied to this price tag? Like, there's so many questions that we need to investigate before we say yes to money. So that was a really important, important turning point in my business. And, you know, obviously, once we learn an important lesson, 
you know, patterns are not broken overnight. So, you know, I did slip into some things after that felt similar, but I saw it really quickly and I was able to act really quickly. So um, really important lesson there. The next lesson, this is the next two are kind of bigger dramatic ones is, um, sorry, the next intuitive fail is beginning a business venture with a narcissist. <laughs> this was holy moly, what a roller coaster ride. So I um, began a collaboration with this person and um, this person was promising me all of these beautiful, glamorous things that were going to come from us working together, you know, and the, this person made me feel like, I'm going to just say it's a he, um, this person made me feel like he was opening the door to like so much potential and opportunities for me. And it just made everything look very glorious. And I, I don't know if you've ever been in contact with a narcissist, but they are very charming and very nice. Um, you can't see a narcissist um, immediately or, well, maybe after you've experienced one, you can, but if you've never experienced one, it's very hard to see immediately. And um, so my lesson, and, and so it, it was a disaster collaboration, disaster. Like I literally felt like I became a slave to um, this person and his goals and his needs. And it's like all of a sudden my business and my projects just got thrown to the side and I didn't even have time to take care of my own things anymore. And um, I all of a sudden felt like I was working for him like an employee and it was just really a disaster. Um, I won't go into too many details because it would be like a whole one hour podcast. But what my lesson in this was that big promises are only real and valid when they are followed with matching actions. So I learned quickly to be very careful about what people are verbally promising and what even like, what does that promise even mean? You know, um, and that no promise, not even the most glamorous one is worth sacrificing your health and freedom and well-being. And the other lesson in that is that I don't need anyone making me big promises and offering me anything on a plate of gold and neither do you because we literally have everything inside of us to make big things happen. So we don't need anyone promising us anything spectacular um, to experience success and expansion and, and, and joy or whatever you want, like whatever you're looking for. Um, you can do that all on your own. So when you're moving into a collaboration, it's important to look at, again, like what is this experience going to, what kind of growth and transformation is this experience going to provide for me? Um, how is this going to support what I'm already doing? How is this going to support my values and my freedom and uh, what I'm working on achieving right now? So just like the money tag, the promise tag, you got to look way beyond that because it's easy to promise something. It's easy to lure people in with some big fancy promises, especially if the person has a lot of money, which was the case um, with with this uh, <laughs> interesting human being. Um, so yeah, that was my second intuitive fail. 
Um, and the third one is actually tied to that one is that, um, I stayed in a relationship, a romantic relationship with a narcissist for way too long. This was the, one of the most confusing experiences ever with intuition for me because I was so deeply intertwined emotionally into this, into this relationship that I could not see or hear or feel my intuition at all anymore. And my brain chemistry was so strong at that moment that it was literally leading every single decision and way forward in my life. And, um, staying in that relationship too long led me to a nervous breakdown in 2019. And, what was interesting was, so the nervous breakdown was led by, I, while I was in that romantic relationship with a narcissist, I had, I was also in that business venture with a narcissist. So I was literally sandwiched between two narcissists <laughs> and I was crushed. Really. I let myself be crushed by these two human beings. So I'm, and, and I'm, I'm really being careful about how I say this because, um, I used to say like, this person did this to me. Um, and I'm very, very clear now, and I have a very deep understanding that I let myself be crushed by these two human beings. I let myself be sandwiched between these two human beings. And so when you're not really tapped in and tune into your intuition, you, um, you sacrifice the most important things for yourself because you can't hear or feel what truly matters to you. And, um, the lesson I learned from that romantic relation, well, there's so many lessons, obviously, like just so, so many lessons, but one of the big lessons that I learned from that relationship is that a big loving heart does not need to save everyone. And you get, if, especially if you're like very, like an empath and you have a big, beautiful heart and you're very generous and you're always there supporting other people, you need to realize and understand that you get to choose who your heart serves and how your heart serves. It does not need to serve every single suffering human being that comes down your path. It does not need to serve everyone who is struggling. It does not need to serve everyone who is stuck. You get to choose who your heart serves. And that was a huge lesson for me because I just felt seeing, because in my opinion, from my experience, narcissists are suffering a lot in many ways. And so, and this is what I had done my whole life is as soon as someone came down my path that was suffering, I felt like because I was, because I had this big heart and I always wanted to help people, I felt like it was my mission and my purpose to save everyone. And so that was my huge lesson, um, in that relationship. And again, you know, yes, it led me to a nervous breakdown. Yes. It led me down almost a two year healing journey after that. But it was that moment was one of the biggest turning points in my entire life. And pulling myself out of those two relationships, um, taking care of myself. So yeah, like stepping away from those two relationships, taking care of myself while I was in bits and pieces, like Humpty Dumpty putting his pieces back together, <laughs> um, healing myself, choosing myself after that, that those were the most important moments in my life because I learned 
how to use my huge heart and my generosity and my caring towards myself. And I learned to really see and value what mattered most to me, what I needed. And there's now a foundation built that cannot be broken anymore. Like I've just, after those experiences, yes, they were huge intuitive fails in many ways, but like often intuitive fails have a purpose, right? And these intuitive fails had a huge purpose in my life for my growth and transformation. And um, yeah, it, it was just so, so, so important. So I want you to really see the wisdom in intuitive fails. All right, so my last intuitive fail that I wanna share, which is not uh, nothing dramatic, you know, there's some simple, small intuitive fails and there's some big dramatic ones in our life. Um, the last one is really just me hiring team members way too early in my business journey. So I've always had um, really clear visions about where I wanted to go or what I wanted to experience. And one of those visions was me having a team and it felt like something really, really important to me. And it was, it's always been pulling at me, always been tugging at my gut. <laughs> um, and, but so what happened is that, you know, I got really excited with that vision and I, and I moved forward, forward with it too quickly. And I brought people onto my team and it was just like, there was no flow. I was kind of like, I didn't know what to give them. I really, you know, I was getting them to work on things that were not really you know, benefiting me or the business. And I was trying to just giving them work to give them work because, you know, I had a team now. And so I had to give them something to do. Um, and so um, I ended up sort of closing that chapter temporarily. And now that was a couple of years ago. And now I have my team and it's great and it's purposeful and they're working on things that actually mattered to me. Um, and I actually have the revenue to support this now, which I didn't have before. Um, but the lesson in this was really important because it was all about, you know, it's not because we get an intuitive hit or an intuitive idea or an intuitive vision that it's necessarily the time to act on it. So, um, you know, oftentimes I've gotten, I've received intuitive information about a direction I need to take or something that needs to happen or a change that needs to occur. Um, and what I've learned with time and wisdom now is to give myself time and space to sit with that intuitive information, even if it's just for a couple of days, um, to see like, does that, does it still feel as strong in a day or even just, you know, I don't know, 12 hours, 25, 24 hours. Um, because I think that, you know, intuition can come in many different shapes and forms and we can get sort of intuitive hits for things coming in the future, but it's not always something that needs to happen immediately in the moment. Um, and there's a lot of wisdom in, in sitting with intuitive information that arrives because sometimes it's just um, leading us to see something more clearly or see a path that is coming. So you don't always have to immediately act on, um, you're gonna like there, are, and, and as you get more comfortable with your intuition, you're, there's gonna be moments where you feel really clear about like, I just received this intuitive information and it's time to step into this right now. Or I received this intuitive information, but timing doesn't feel like right now. I think it's coming, I don't know, maybe in the near future. And, and so you'll start to navigate this more and more comfortably with practice. Um, and again, if you wanna really like 
dive in a little bit deeper to intuition, the, um, my podcast episode with Monica Croto was fantastic. So that would really, uh, warm up your intuitive muscles for sure. Um, and just help you learn so many things about intuition that you probably didn't even know or realize, uh, was a thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just really encouraging you to like follow your breadcrumbs. Don't be scared of making mistakes. Um, you know, the lesson that I learned also with like hiring the team too early is I just, I got really clear about like, you know, where my business was actually at, where I was at and what I actually needed to have in place in order to have a team. So all of it is perfect. Um, we're here to experience life in a way that is curious and creative and we're, we're not here to live safe and, and like, we're not here to move on a, a sure path and to have everything confirmed for us in advance. You know, it's, it's a journey, it's an exploration. And so give yourself the freedom and permission to, to do that and enjoy, enjoy the journey as you, as you move forward graciously and sometimes not so graciously. <laughs> um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. I am going to end here. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to uh, send me DMs on Instagram. If you want at jennifer.jane.young, um, you can email me at jennifer at jenniferjaneyoung.com. And yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me here today. I want to leave you with this little bit of wisdom. The actions you're not willing to take or the decisions you're not willing to make are the ones that will change your life. Trust your intuition, take the leaps, follow what you know to be true, even if it's not always easy or convenient. Your words mean the world to me. So if you have a moment, please share them by leaving a review of the podcast or sending me a testimonial. And I would love if you would share this episode wherever you feel called to. If you want to connect with me, you can find me over at jenniferjaneyoung.com or on Instagram at jennifer.jane.young.